see or anything is that gonna pick up sound i don't i don't necessarily you hear it in, in your headphones i just hear it in real life and i know since it's not music or anything like sometimes yeah yeah let's turn it off you know what i'm saying just to be safe because you might get a low hum like just like a frequency yeah. before all right well we're recording man <laughs> <laughs> yo radimus yo Bless, Welcome bro. to yes. the About Whatever Podcast, episode one. Episode one, damn. It's kind of crazy that we're here. This is a, a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, uh, bro. Yo, let's appreciate take it. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers that. Oh, yeah, we're unofficially sponsored by Bel Air Boys. <laughs> Shout out Rick Ross. You will. You will eventually. Actually, I got to plug you up. I know some people over there. All right, boom. Let's make yeah. it happen. Oh, yeah. So I want to get, I mean, we know each other. We've known each other for years now, but I want to yeah. kind of get uh, a little bit deeper into who Radimus is and you know, I want to touch up on, you know, growing up in New York first. That's something that's always interested me. And um, I'm, I'm just interested to see, like, how it was for you growing up and, you know, what made you kind of turn into who you are today as far as, like, growing up in the neighborhood and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's, it's multifaceted. You know what I'm saying? I feel like growing up in New York is a very, is vast, right? Like, a lot of people have grown up in New York. For me, I grew up around here, you know what I'm saying, like Bushwick, Southside, and then Bed-Stuy, but then my shit was influenced by, you know what I mean, my parents, you know, so I'm growing up in New York, I'm in public school, and then and then nice, like, middle schools, and then a new high school, and, you know, my experience is all over the place, you know, but through the through the perspective of, a, of like, a first-generation immigrant, and then Dominican, yeah, that informed me a lot about my space, too, you know, that's, and that's something that I feel like even when I was growing up, I was very uh, aware of that, you know, being like I went to DR every single year since I was born, you know what I mean? And and I always came back and there was always this dual perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Going on where as far as like, oh, this is definitely where I'm from, but I could tell who's never left yeah. also. You know what I'm saying? I could tell who's never been outside of the United States of America and really be able to see the difference in opportunity, the difference in happiness, the difference in morals, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and, and perspectives on what success looks like. So I think from a very young age, that that really informed me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, you know, one thing also that's, like, interests me is me from growing up in Florida, my childhood was totally different from somebody, say, growing up in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I always think about that. I always think about what it must be like, you know, to grow up in a city where eventually you're kind of put on on your own. You got to take the trains to school. You got to mm-hmm. do this. And it kind of gives you like uh, a sense of freedom. Yeah. And, you know, that's always interested in me into how kids kind of develop more of a. Uh, yeah, you're independent very yeah, fast. You get yeah, in, like in yeah, sixth yeah, grade, you're taking the train exactly. by yourself. You know what I mean? But, but that's what I'm saying. Even for me, it's like it's a separate sense of independence, too, because very early on, I realized, oh, I'm not um, I'm not my parents. Yeah. This isn't foreign land to me. The language isn't foreign. I understand the culture. I understand the music. I understand the race relations more because these are my classmates. These aren't uh, um, ethnicities and, and religions and shit that you're experiencing for the first time in your 20s and 30s. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I feel like I was on my own twice. You know what I mean? As opposed to if my parents were born and raised here, mm-hmm. they're educating me on, on the culture. They're educating me on, you know, the system and the way everything is laid out in New York and in the United States of America, period. But then early on, I realized that too. I was like, oh shit, like, like I have this bar on this new album that I'm working on. I'm like, listen, I, I, uh, listen to 50% of advice my parents give me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, 
they give me a lot, but there's so much that they have no clue, and it's yeah. my responsibility to now educate them. And, and yeah, you know isn't I mean? it? Isn't that that's wild, right? Like how we get to the age where you know I, I'm. It's I have like a similar situation with my mom now too, mm-hmm. where like our conversations have totally changed yeah. to the point where it's like she now listens to my perspective because there's things that she just doesn't understand. Right. I mean, um, they say it, it's a, a parent raises a child until the child raises the parent. You know, right? and it's like, and it's the same thing even in in nurture. You know, you you. A parent raises you, and hopefully, you help them when they need you. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're formative years. So it's crazy. Like, intellectually, it happens too. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I, you know, going, keeping on this subject, the one thing I do notice is that you have like a very good uh, relationship with your parents, your mm-hmm. family in general. Um, tell me a little bit about coming up and you know what was your mom thinking about you is she worried about you ever growing up in the Sumner houses you know out here in Brooklyn I mean what was what was what was that like what I like you know good a good relationship can only be comparative so like maybe in comparison to other people's a good relationship to me it's like figuring each other out and I think that hasn't always been a smooth ride you Mm. know what I mean but you know, it's a, it's like, it's like in a relationship, like once, when the arguing stops, the relationship is dead. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, like there is this intention of like, and this desire to bond and understand each other more and educate each other more. And I think that that's what it's always been with my parents, at least when my, when I started really being an independent thinker, you know, um, when it came to my career, it, it was definitely not something that they understood and, and took for face value as something significant or important. You know, I mean, my father comes from, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, merengue and typico and musicians and stuff, like, on my father's side. My mom's side, I don't really know too many musicians, but I know my father's side, there's a lot of artists. And yeah. and how the artist was looked at in the Dominican Republic, which is very important, is, you know, you're basically paying, you're playing for little to no money all the time. Yeah. You, it's either, it's worse than the, that kind of how it looks here. There's no... Especially back then, you know, the same like there was no middle ground of success. There was yeah. no selling tapes. There was no you either played for free or like for pennies around the town, or you were like a major star. But even if you were a major star, you know, by the time I was born and my parents had developed, they even realized like, oh, um, there's a there's a, there was a disparity between fame and, and actual success. Yeah. You know, especially in the Dominican Republic, you know what I mean? So like people that they thought were on, you find out they signed a deal for, you know what I'm saying, 5,000 pesos and recorded three albums and never saw a dime from it again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like that. At the, and, and the parties you play are cheap. So, you know, I, I say all that to say, you know, they they had no real basis of what success looked like. It was yeah. not a tangible thing, you know, so it wasn't. I'm not surprised that when it came to me being an artist, you know, they were like very apprehensive. A little hesitant, yeah. I mean, little is an understatement. Like they were extremely, (laughs) they were extremely reluctant to like encourage me. But you know, at the same time too, if if they if they instructed me and if they educated me and and instilled me with like ideas of a family of doing what's important, of doing what's good, of um, of perseverance, you know what I'm saying, like. then I think they eventually realized, like, yo, I'm a, I'm a, in the, I have my own perspective on the world, you know what yeah. I mean, and I have, I have my own perspective on what's important and what's a, what's a good thing to like do in my life. You yeah, know? I wanna, I wanna touch before we move on to something else. I wanna touch a little bit more on the speed bumps that you talk about, you mm-hmm. know, because again, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, you know, with, with our parents when we get to a certain age, if we don't necessarily have their idea of a plan set in place. They kind of think that we're lost, you know, and um, 
I want to know a little bit more detail about like some of the speed bumps you had between uh, your mother and you about or your parents and you about uh, being an artist, uh, what that might have caused. In the... Well, you got to understand for me, I was always a good kid in school. Yeah. You know, like in public school, like in PS 59, I was, you know, winning awards and, you know, selected as an honoree student. I was like, I won trophies as like a storyteller. You know what I mean? I used yeah, to word. memorize books and perform them around this, around the, the borough and, you know, when I graduated public school, I was like the star student. Like, you know, we had a principal that passed away from cancer and every year they honored a student and I was that kid. And then I go into middle school and I'm playing the viola, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and it's a specialized, you know, it's, it's, it's Philippa Schuyler. So it's a specialized middle school and taking a test. And I'm like, same thing generally, you know what I mean? In high school, same, same joint. Like, yeah. I'm never not myself, but I was always... You know, very. I I always uh, cherished um, school. You know yeah. what I mean. I always saw the benefit of it. At least for me, I always understood it. And and I, and and more more often, more so than the actual knowledge was, I learned how to communicate what exactly. I did and didn't understand to my professors. And then you know, and period. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Losing the fear of questioning. And then from my high school, I'm just painting the picture. And then from my high school, I get into NYU. Where yeah. then and I graduate from NYU. But I get into NYU, and it's like, what did you graduate? To I this day, no no. It, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, nobody from that high school has ever gone into a better university since. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Basically, you know what I mean? And uh, like I started, yeah. So it's like you have like my parents are seeing all of that, you know, and then and then NYU, I'm doing my thing. I'm getting A's every semester. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I graduate and it was like, all right, so now I'm a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like. What the fuck? Like, I was, you know, because I'm telling them I'm interested in psychology. What I majored in was social and cultural analysis, and I minored in creative writing. So, okay. social and cultural analysis part was basically um, journalism, psych, and just like media. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then on the creative writing side, it was poetry. So, I minored in, I minored in, minored in creative writing, but it was through uh, poetry. But, you know, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm studying gender and sexuality. That's where I'm studying Latino studies. That's where I'm studying, you know what I'm saying? Just, city you know yeah. what i mean like and and but for me that's the thing for me i was it was always ammo for me as an artist mm. like I, I always went to school with the intention of one just being an mc with a degree but and two representing for my people yeah. but then three arming myself with just knowledge you know what i'm yeah. saying I, uh, like like broadening my perspective on the world you know what i mean because yeah. i feel like to be an mc you have to have empathy and an open mind you know yeah. what i mean like for, to be a great you know Cause, cause you're 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 the person that makes life make sense for people who otherwise don't have the words. You mm -hmm. know, so. Yeah, no, and uh, one thing I uh, wanted to touch on again was, um, wow, I just forgot what I was gonna say. Bam, remember it. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we, we were just talking about we'll edit this out. Don't worry. We're, no, we gotta edit it. Um, so yeah, so that so that so for me, I, that's what I was always focused oh, okay, on my no, music. Okay, you know that, I mean? that's like, that's what I was gonna talk about the human psyche. Yeah. That's always interested me because, you know, I mean, I remember when I was in uh, in high school, um, I always wanted to be one of those people that, you know, that show Lockup? No, nah, what's that? Or uh, it's like when they send a group of journalists into, you know, a high security prison or something like that and they document oh, shit. Life, oh, yeah, prison okay, life, yeah, yeah, you know, uh -huh, or, uh -huh. you know, inmates, anything, you know, yes. lifestyles. They're in, there, they're in there for months, basically, right? Crazy. And so... That's always interested me, and I kind of, and I hear that in your in your raps too. You mm -hmm. know, like you've kind of developed uh, into this wide perspective 
of knowledge. And also another thing, and I remember what I was going to say before about going back to the college and more than just knowledge, you learned how to uh, be independent. Yeah. And I always talk about that, about college. Like I went to school for similar things. I went to school for television, radio, broadcasting, mm-hmm. you know, so I was doing all that stuff. But I think the most important aspect about college was, you know, building relationships, learning how to be on your own if you left the house for college, yeah. you know. And I think those are all super important things to develop a character, you yeah. know. And that's a, it. That's just always intrigued me about you that you you kept to the path, you finished school, and yeah, just something interesting. Well, yeah, no, thank you, bro. I mean, I feel you know, it's taken a minute to even get here. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it takes like you also have to reflect. That's the thing. Like you have a lot of people who like. Most people's mistakes are not made consciously. Yeah. Most people's missteps, they're made out of ignorance of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Lack of knowledge, not lack of perspective, lack of somebody putting them on as to where they're at in their life. You know what I'm saying? And and for me, I look at it like, what what tips, like how can I prevent that for people? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, 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 I look at that in music because I understand music is messaging. Like a lot of people take it. Like, I understand it's sound, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely sound, it's, it's the vibration, it's the emotion you're, you're, you're invoke, evoking in people, you know what I'm saying? But you're also telling people what to say, you know? You're telling people what to repeat. You're telling people what to, what to be entertained by. Like, that's such a responsibility, you yeah. know what I mean? And for me, uh, as, I, as I matured as an artist, you know what I'm saying, and, and then started sounding more and more like myself and... And when you when you do that, you really don't sound like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of it is just because what do I what do I really want people to be hearing? You know what I'm saying? What what kind of stories? What kind of pictures do I want painted? What 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 perspective and understanding do I? Want? I'm a Libra. You know what I'm saying? So I believe in also just like the balancing of, of I don't know. It's 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 tough, man. But yeah, you you. But it's like Quincy Jones told um told Khalid, he said, you can never make music more than who you are, yeah. you know, and, and for me, that, that was really impressionable, you know what I'm saying, because it was like, all right, bet, if you want to be who you believe is needed in hip-hop and in music, then it's time for you to, like, become, you yeah. know what I mean, so, because you can't rap it and not be it, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I, I want to, let's pour some more of this right, sure. real quick, you want yeah. a little bit more, you yeah. good? Bro, come on, all right, let's do I ain't going to say no to that. A little bit in there, a little bit in here, boom, boom, boom. Erickson is good? <laughs> uh, you know, one thing, uh, another thing uh, to kind of get off topic here. I was listening to the Synonyms of Strength uh, EP. Dope. And what's the song where you mentioned? I, this is gonna take us back because I got a lot of stuff about this. It's okay. What's the name of the song uh, where you talk about the dojo? Cypherly Dojo Rap, Sarayo D on that, and Solomon Five. A lot of you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, that's uh, uh, Brody Zordies. I was listening to that last night, and I was like, yo. I immediately got flashbacks to the to the dojo, man, mm-hmm. and doing all these shows and uh, the Cypher League guys and how important that was, bro, yeah. for for us. I mean, that's like where we developed a relationship. Did I, I didn't did I meet you on Who's on Deck days? Or, nah, I think I think I met dojo you. League? I think I met you with Cypher League, Cypher and League. then and then because I was going up to it was it wasn't City College, it was Brooklyn College, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was going up to rock with uh, Ivy Ivy Rivera, yep. so I was like doing interviews with her, and around the time I remember, I think when I went there that day to do my interview with her is when I saw you there. I didn't even know you had your own radio show. Yeah, I think, that's I think when she I got was hit. her show was after ours. Yeah, I think. exactly. So. So I remember, I remember from there, but not yet. Cypher League was um, that was a that was a great hub. You know what I'm saying? Like it was 
like they deserve more you know what i mean yeah. like like i Devon, mean Tessu, yeah. ben, fucking everybody you know what i mean because i think especially the dojo that i'm rapping i'm talking about is like the original dojo with all the all the the one that they were squatting in you know yeah, that, that didn't, there was no like, lease <laughs> yeah it was like no lease you know what i'm saying this big ass spot and just like full-on concerts and and you know consistent opportunity and just like to create another hub you know what i mean yeah. that doesn't I don't really know. I don't think that that type of environment exists anymore. You know what I'm saying? You have such wild people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, co- like coming through and it's a, it's a that was a, that was that was a crazy time, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it go. It takes me back to you know even we were doing when I was DJing for IOD. We were you know we, we were kind of on like the same circuit of shows yeah. you know for a little oh, while. Oh yeah, there. you remember, bro? Yeah, bro. Like Zoe oh, cool. Kravitz was pulling up to watch us perform when she was fucking dating Gabriel and shit like yeah. that. Like, it's like crazy world, bro. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. I Solo, mean, it's New York, Vicky, dude. Everybody, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it was a, it was a, it was a trip. But yeah, as you were saying. Yeah, no, I, you know, it just, it just brought back a lot of memories, man. That was such a, a such a good time, and it's such. And it, and it's a way that I built a lot of my relationships with artists. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, super important to me. And, um, I, yeah, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. And, you know, the, the radio show, yeah. who's on Deck Days. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I remember, uh, like one of our first, one of our first uh, or second ciphers, I think we had Joey, Capital Steez, Kirk, and uh, Nick mm-hmm. when they were still in high school. Crazy. Riding on Jesus skateboards over. Christ. There's footage. If you look it up on YouTube, mm-hmm. it's a pro, what is it? Pro Era Cypher League or Pro Era Who's on Deck, Brooklyn College. You'll, you'll come across it. Yeah. I got to check that out. I don't know if I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I just haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, no, it was, it was great, man. Um, But it just, yeah, it just keeps me in the, the perspective of how great New York is. Mm. I love it here. Yeah. You know, I've been here for, for nine years and I, or yeah, close to nine, 10 years. And, I don't really plan on leaving, you know. <laughs> I'm staying. Yeah, New York could glue you, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's, and especially like those days, like you're like you're talking about formative years of a scene. You know what I'm saying? And 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 really like a new energy in New York because to keep it a buck, like you know before like ASAP and Pro Era and and Flatbush Zombies and Action Bronson and all these people started blowing up, like there wasn't that big of a scene as far as like New York lyricists, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I think when they started making their way, you know what I mean? And what is that? 2011, we're talking about period. I'm talking about the whole shit. Okay, I'm talking right, about everything. Right. Like when they started making their way, I feel like there was a new adrenaline in the city. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think that obviously Cypher had its own perspective on what that should look like. You know what I'm saying? And, and what kind of artists would to be championed through that. But I feel like, None. Regardless, like New York in general was like helped by the emerging, uh, like the emergence of all these MCs, and then, and then you just had so much like offspring movements of that. You know what I'm saying? That became their own entities. And you know, with Cipher League, they it wasn't just hip hop. It was like it was the party and it was the art. You know what I'm saying? It was the it was the the magazine. You know what yeah. I mean? The, this, oh yeah, they did do and the magazine. And it was the, I that. That, yo. I, and what that, was that? What was that concert that they did? They did the uh, the Brooklyn festival. It was called I think it was called Brooklyn Festival. They yeah, had, they, uh, the Talib. Talib, like, Talib the was there. Yeah, they had. Bro, um, they worked the Northside Festival. Yep. A bunch of stuff. I mean, yo, come on. Like the the list. The it's endless. You know what I'm saying? Um, the impact and I think and I think what was just imprinted in my DNA that's why I like just shouted it out like yeah you know what I'm saying because sometimes you know you gotta be aware like as a as a songwriter you're like you're a historian you know what I mean so sometimes you gotta just throw it in there yeah and, tell a story I mean look at it brought up it came up so. yeah no yeah exactly I was you know I was listening to it and I instantly just started sweating because I uh just remember I just <laughs> how, hot the shit was. how hot the shit was yeah I just was like dude I never seen I've never been to something like that ever in my life and honestly I think that was probably like 
it wasn't my first introduction. My first introduction. Okay, well, I got a funny story. When I when I moved to New York, right? Yeah. Uh, this might not even sound like that crazy, but it's just like you just you don't ever hear this in Florida. Like you never see this in Florida. Yeah. Right? So, I went to a party and I believe it was Bed Stuy. I was living in Flatbush at the time, and uh, I went to this party, and I had never been in an apartment building that people were smoking in the stairwells. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like smoking in the stairwells, smoking weed in the stairwells, and all like that. And I remember it being such a such a culture shock to walk into this, like such a small apartment and like just be in this like it was like my first real Brooklyn experience. You yeah. know what I mean? Like being in the culture of, of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I just you know I always will have an appreciation for 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 this city. And yeah. um, you know, some other stuff I wanted to uh, chat about. And you you talked we talked about like growing up in New York and you know the New York rap scene. There's a lot of shit going on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you're aware of the drill scene in New York. I mean, I just wanted to touch on that with you a little bit because, I mean, even as an outsider, I, you know, I mean, I'm constantly looking up videos. I'm constantly looking up new artists, you know, so I'm aware of a lot of these drill artists coming out of uh, New York, but I'm also aware of what's been going on, man. There's been crazy amounts of shootings this year, and it just seems like in you you know in your in your first project nothing changes if nothing changes you, you mentioned you know being on Fulton what's the line Fulton with the hundred bloods at hundred crips oh no you're talking about the off top freestyle oh that was off that was off top that was the off top yeah 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 so I I just want to touch on that I I just want to touch on that like a little bit um I know it I mean with social media it's like you're able to see it just like it was probably like 500 game members i'm not even gonna lie to you bro yeah that was a different time but like all right so but i want to yeah but like i know how this is happening now i want i want to kind of dive into this scene of dudes well it's always been growing up it's always been like like woo and cho were they were different names before yeah you know what i'm saying and And woo is what flat flat uh i mean it's like, like you know Bro, it's all over the place now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Sumner and there's cho people, and you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's one of the, that's beside, that's not even the important part. The important part is the fact that these gangs have always existed, yeah. right? These, and what what is misunderstood, one, is the necessity for a lot of it, right? Yeah. You, have, you have a lot of kids who are glorified materialism, you know, um, and have something to prove. You know what I mean? Mm. A lot of the times I believe... Um, insecurity and lifestyle, insecurity and maybe oneself, um, the, the, the coming of age years. So you're looking to be heralded as the most respected or the toughest or whatever, because within your friend group, you know what I'm saying? That's what is the most respected. Like, like, oh, you're the one that comes and you you knock out anybody, you know what I'm saying? Or, or if we jump at somebody in, you're the third round because you're going to give them to the worst and whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the local props are and then money getting, obviously. But um, these things have always existed. Gangs have always existed. Gangs have always been a part of my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, forgot, I, I did some podcast, and they were like, yo, what you doing for Halloween? I'm like, yo, low-key, I still remember, you know what I'm saying, Halloween was initiation day. You know what I'm saying? Middle school, yeah. like, and I'm from Sumner, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was yeah. like blooded out. You know what I mean? I mean, there were still always crit people and shit like that. But, um, you know, the, the gang, gang influence in New York has been heavy, especially within the youth. What I'm seeing 
which is a bit different than I feel like when I, I feel like when I was growing up, you know what I mean? Even though New York gangs uh, existed before them, but specifically like the 2000s, yeah. you know what I mean? You, it, it felt like it was just straight up. That comes to the thing. Cause you had like, gang, yeah, you know what I mean? it was just the gang and it was pretty separate. Like obviously like Dipset, like Dipset Purple in New City. York was probably not even Purple City, like Dipset specifically, like yeah. Jim Jones and Numb, like on the, like on the super blood, blood, you know what I mean? And the game coming over and, you had like, but you still had New York base. You still had Latin Kings. You still had all of this, but it felt like it was separate. It was specifically like gang culture, and then it was like hip hop and music. Or whatever exactly, it was yeah. separated. Now, it seems now like- it's the commercial of the two. It's like if you yeah. put a flag on, you know what I'm saying, and rep. You basically like like a lot of the dudes, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of the 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 youngins coming up, and I'm young, like they're like just thirty, they're, they're thirty year olds, it's nineteen year olds, whatever. Like it's basically you put on the flag and you just diss everybody on wax, and then yeah. you don't even own your publishing, you don't even know how to upload and monetize. You're, putting it, yeah, yeah. you're putting it up on other people's channels, so it doesn't even count towards being like RIAA certified. And you have people who are more enticed by the numbers and the traction mm. from it. Than actually encouraging people to like broaden their perspective, broaden their mind, broaden their subject matter, and kind of lead a way out. You know what I'm saying? So, gangs, it is what it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't comment for or against it more than, like, I can't comment for or against it. That would be a whole separate podcast because you have to actually be around to understand why these things are birthed and why they still exist. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But what I'm seeing is a lack of mentorship. What I'm seeing is a lack of guidance. What I'm seeing is a lack of uh, knowledge and resources being openly available. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not seeing enough I'm not seeing enough uh, broadening another perspective where you have a lot of these kids, they still feel like they got to do that. Yeah. And it's working. That's the thing. Like, it is working. Like, America I mean, is, getting, paying, is paying them yeah. for that. Like America is paying people to get killed. You know what I'm saying? Ameri- like, 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 you have middle America and everybody, everyone around the world is, is enamored by violence, is yeah. enamored by threats, is enamored by who's the most gangster when... And then somebody dies, and then and then people put R.I.P. It's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't support what I don't want to see exist. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't want. I don't support what I don't want to see grow. And if I'm gonna support it, and it has to be with a certain perspective, and then, yeah, man, it's 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 a very unfortunate, well, very unfortunate setting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what's interesting to me. I mean, to touch on the music side of things, uh, you know, I'm seeing I'm seeing you know a lot of flack. From these A and R, or not from these A and R's. I'm saying I should say towards these A and R's that are in. All these A and R's are fake, bro. That's what I'm saying. But who who are you protecting? Like all these A and R's, none of them are gonna say, "All right, we signed you because you went viral and you got 10 million views, throwing down Cho or throwing down Crip." But now that you're signed, let's polish you up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like, "No, we want the part two of that." Like, like, come on, bro. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what didn't. That's what really kind of like blew my mind on it is that. People are capitalizing on it, and legit, people are dying, dude. Like, you know what I mean? And they're promoting it. So it kind of, like, brings me to the point of, you know, how I talked about the the issue between the two, you know, the Wu and Chu or, uh, Cho or whatever in here. And I just, it's just interesting to me that now that we have, like, all this social media coverage, we have all this, all this ability to upload, it now has transferred from the street to music. Mm-hmm. And now, well, now it seems like more it's music than the street. You know what I mean? Because everything comes after, and you know that's that's really it, it. It makes me think about like the mental health situation. And I know you've spoken on it a lot. Um, tell me a little bit more of your ment like 
where you know how we talked about where you were how you developed into who you are um tell me how you've gotten to this space of feeling so comfortable with who you are as a person and and what it took you to get there because you know I'm struggling with that as well, and I, I start to notice it that I'm the older I get, the closer I'm getting, you know, because I'm starting to understand my life more and the things that I value. Um, and I just want to get a perspective on your how you think and, you know, how important that is to you and what that has in relation to the neighborhood and, like, how these kids are growing up. I think, well, for one, I look at everybody as flawed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in um, holding people to standards that are perfect. I believe everybody's going to sin. I believe everybody can do me wrong. I believe everybody can do somebody they love wrong. I believe everybody has the ability to misstep and, and contradict themselves and take steps backwards and and it's in my power to either be oblivious to the fact that nobody's perfect or understand it off rip you know what i mean mm. and and for me i'm ne- i've never been i've i've been a solution screamer as as opposed to like a problem promoter you yeah know and, well, and like, i always see and I, but i always see you speaking for other people yeah because you know what I mean? because that's my responsibility you yeah. understand what i'm saying like i think for me I mean, you don't know, you don't know the, like, an A&R can sign this artist with a flag on his head, and, and, and you have, like, labels, like, claiming gang, gang size, and yeah. all that, it's like, like, have you ever had somebody die? Yeah. Off of gang shit? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever, like, have you ever experienced that? Mm. Have you ever known, like... Have you ever seen a gang fight? Like, have you ever seen have you ever, you know, the, a yeah. confrontation have you, have between Have you these ever people? like yeah. have you ever experienced what that does to like the spirit of people? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and it becomes the norm, and then that you know that transfers into you know so, everyday life. So for crazy. me, you know, I I seen that. I've experienced it. I've seen the repercussions of it. Mm. I've seen what that does to family. What that does to trust what that does to somebody with a killer instinct already. And a lot of people need healing. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people need healing. I don't just mean street ties. I mean just in general as a human being. Like, I still seek my healing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, on a daily, you know? Um, and and I understand that human beings would rather go and do a lot of other things before actually addressing the problem. Yeah. We are all like that. Like, I don't care if you're you're not like that in nine or ten of the things. Like, there's something you know you're, like, taking your time on addressing. And and for me, I'm aware of that fact as well. So I just try to wear my evolution on my sleeve. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just try to wear my evolution on my sleeve. I try to encounter people with love. You know what I mean? I try to... I try to anytime, it's, like, it's like this little homie, you know what I'm saying? I was on the train two days ago. And this little homie p- comes up with the with the um, you know the basketball uh, the sign up sheets. yeah the basketball sign up sheets yeah, yeah. for twenty but he like he's like yo he's like six years old like mad young and like 
I didn't even notice him because I had these big ass headphones on listening to music. He just pulled up on me like, he just get mad close. I don't even <laughs> notice him, but I, I heard, I paused the music fast enough to be like, he was just like, yo, what's up, man? Yo, what the fuck? Like, yo, you gonna, yo, run the, like pretending to press me. You know what I'm saying? And then I just looked him in his eyes like, yo, what up? What up, bro? Like, and he's like, oh yeah, man, nice rings, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's just a young kid, bro. Like he was, but he he was going into every, he was invading everybody's personal space that yeah. he was asking for money. You know what I'm saying? And I just saw, I was just like, yo, I was like, yo, what's up, man? Like, you know, I wasn't immediately like, what the fuck you doing, little? You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, he's like, yo, what nice friends. Like, yo, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, man. You know, mumbling his ass. He was like, yo, I don't got no cash. He looked at me sideways. I was like, but I looked him in his eyes, like. Yo, bro, I hope you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's such small instant, and then you just you, you he like looked at me a little like like befuddled, and then just went back into his act. But, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yo, like we have you can't you can't pass up any opportunity. Um, you know, no opportunity is small enough to like impact somebody's life in a good way. And I don't know, man. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I just. I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I just get physically ill. When I behave beside myself, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I get I'm aware of like being physically ill when I do somebody wrong. I'm a, like like I'm aware of like the like it's like a lot of I'm being I know I'm being long winded, but I'm no, being specific. Taking, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, I I feel the weight of like my the mistakes I've made in the past. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And work towards repentance. Work towards forgiving myself. Because a lot of these things are actually very small as, yeah. until you say them. But they're, them, you they're know what big saying? in your head. They're big yeah, in your head yeah, yeah. because they're so opposite of what you know your pure self is like. But um, a lot of the times those actions, th that perspective materializes into a lot more toxic behavior. Yeah. Because now you're mad at yourself. So you yeah. act beside yourself even more. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, weird, it's a weird system. You know yeah, no, and I'm a, I'm a big advocate of uh, talking to people. Yeah, I mean, you know? and, and that's why I put it in the music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's subtle, even if it's direct or just in my tone or just how I carry myself as a, as a human being and as a man, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to make sure that I just represent what I want to see more of in this world. You yeah. Know? And yeah, what you know, what's interesting about that, too, also is like, you know, years ago, uh, maybe like three, four years ago, I was in a really bad, like bad, bad mental space. I was in a dark place. Uh you know, I didn't have a job. I had just left Mass Appeal. Mm -hmm. I was, it was a mistake. You know what I mean? It was a judgment call that I made too quick. And uh, I got into a really, really bad space for like three, four years. Mm -hmm. And then I finally started to figure out the more and more I talked to people, the, first off, people that I felt comfortable talking to. I yeah. wouldn't just ex explain it to everybody. But the more and more that I would talk to people, the the less weight was was on my shoulder, right? And... I think, I think that's what I appreciate. One, well, that's what I appreciate about your music is because I, I I realize I see you as like a real person. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we could have we have conversations that are you know deeper than just hey, what's good? How you doing? You know what? And uh, I think that's super important for people to know because I think about times where I spoke to somebody and they made me feel good, right? I've said mm -hmm. something and they said something back to me that made me feel good. So, and I. Over the years, I've gotten to a really, I've gotten to a way better space. So now I'm, you know, I'm in a good mental space. I'm, I'm happy, uh, and it just makes me think about those times when I would talk to somebody and how just me, if hypothetically you were coming to me for a problem and I just say something to you, I don't even know that it's important, but it hits you, it struck a chord with you. Mm -hmm. That's important. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's what's really great about uh, 
being an open person. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people um, shy, uh, shy away from that. Well, yeah, because you open yourself to being having your Judged, feelings hurt. Yeah. No, having your feelings hurt. Oh, uh, okay. Fuck judgment. Explain, explain. Judgment is, judgment is uh, not in your control. But if you're an empathetic person, or if you have healing on somebody, on your mind for somebody, or if you have best interest for somebody's life, or or, and then you're let down, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, we're, we're two things. We are, we are all children of God, but we're human beings, you know what I'm saying? And, and we, have, we are flawed, like, we are flawed on the human side, you yeah. know? So I feel like a lot of the times people don't like being open or can't be open because it, it, leave, it opens up the opportunity to have your feelings hurt, to be let down, to be misused, mistrusted. And, not, and so then it's like you can't actually be as open and good as you'd like to be on earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for me, it's like it's figuring out the balance of both. It's like how do I... How do I have my arms open, but am ready to pull my sword? To stay protected at the to same survive time. Yeah, yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, and and that's been like the balance. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's why in my music, you know, I don't really speak on, I don't speak on attaining like perfection, per- perfect mastery over your emotions, perfect mastery over your situations. It's more so just like what's the absolute best we can be as humans on earth without removing life from it you know because you could be just like a monk you know what i mean on a mountain yeah but now you abstain from the road of life mm-hmm. now you're like i want to travel the world though yeah i want to i want to see i yeah. want to I, I believe i'm entitled to wealth under god i'm entitled to happiness under god i'm entitled to to all of these experiences being able to touch people being open like like i believe in being of the people in my goodness like yeah I'm not here to preach to no choir. You know what I mean? I, actually, my demographic of people who don't have faith. Yeah. My demographic is people who feel lost. Like, I'm not really here to, like, we we compliment each other on our mantras. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, like, if you're already there, then yeah. cool. But you're not even my demographic. Like, it's even me with my music. To me, my target audience are 12-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? 13-year-olds. Like, I look at it like... Because you're trying to catch them, what? Trying to get that instill that's that what thought happened a little to me. earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what happened to me. So it's like, so, so that that's really what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? And trying to and, and provi- providing as best of like a layout on life. And as I experience it, include that, you know, because yeah. I believe in, you know, if, if God permits it, like at the end of it all, my discography, I want to embody the totality of me as a human being. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what, that's my goal. That's what keeps me moving, you know? So it's always finding ways to include every part of myself as opposed to being transfixed on a, on a perspective and then only pumping that. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Let's go into a little bit of music stuff. Um, you know, I want to talk about your team, uh, Mogul Club. I just want to get a little bit. I mean, I know I know a lot of the guys, but for people that are watching, I just kind of want to get a little bit more information on not what you guys are working on musically, but how you guys develop the relationship that you guys have. Um, I see that you guys are a very super tight knit circle and feel very connected. And I just it's very rare to me to see that because, I mean, I've seen you guys working together with no issues for how long have we known each other? What, five, six years, seven years? You guys you are still with the same people and you guys are all elevating at the same time from what i've seen um Yo, talk to me a little bit about that at some point you make a list in your mind in your heart 
and just the way you view your life and your proximity to people. And it's, it's tough to not get bitter, but you learn who's around when things look good. Yeah. And it's a cliche. It's a cliche, but it's not expounded upon enough, you know? Um, because people also who normally say that are just thinking about their Instagram metrics or people saying congratulations. And yeah. it's like, duh, like people like seeing something do good. So yeah. they're not going to be on your radar when things aren't going as, as yeah as, as it's like yet. it's like yeah it's like yo like you can't beg anybody for for support like people there's something very pure you know what i'm saying about somebody reaching out in my dm for the first time just discovering a video or a song or whatever like i don't i don't over i don't i don't misconstrue that as something that i'm like entitled to or it's like, no, I know what that feels like curiosity-wise and just being general, generally intrigued. And I know what it feels like to not have somebody on my radar as much on a day-to-day. But even though my Instagram is only going to show you 5% of your shit anyway, but yeah. if, if that. But it's like, of course, good news spreads in that sense. Congratulations. But eventually, you know, your love and your bond with people is tested when the antithesis of that is presented. Mm-hmm. So it's when a problem arises. It's when a disagreement happens. It's when somebody makes a mistake or hurts you. It's when the opportunities show up for somebody to either ride with you mm. and stick this thing out or don't. And there are people who are very um, detached when things aren't moving according to how they want their relationship with you to go. Mm. Right, like, yeah. like it's like being at payday. Like I learned to distri- to distinguish between who was down to to celebrate the wins with me and the losses with yeah. me. Yeah, because I don't fuck with people who take credit for the wins but don't want to be there for the down shit. You know, I got you. Don't take credit for the losses. Yeah, no, not even that. Don't take credit for the losses. Mm. I own everything I do. Yeah. Because I'm doing it and I'm conscious of my choice and my involvement. It's not like I'm rolling the dice and if it don't work out, well, that's on you. But if it works out, yo, I got to mention that every moment that I did this thing, it's like I don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't believe in that period in life. Now, that doesn't mean fuck everybody who isn't, but you just have you learn a sense of maturity and how to distinguish which relationships are actually conducive to you to have when things are shifty you know what i'm saying and so when you're speaking about my brothers like don't get it twisted we're not all around Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like the people you have in mind are present but it's not like the people who were there seven eight years ago are still all here that's not the case what happened yeah i just know the artists yeah yeah. brotherhoods got put to the test and people failed people failed to actually express love the way like unconditional love means without condition involved you know what i'm saying there is no condition that can come and ruin this yeah so that's what that's what that's about you know what i mean so when you talk about collaboration like especially by the time it makes the people like in music or in shows and videos it's like duh yeah i've seen you when you're depressed i've seen you when you're i've seen you in your confusion i've seen you when nothing nothing is panning out i've seen you when I've seen you in the intimate arguments. I've I've known the backstory of the darkness and advised you through it. Like, mm-hmm. so it's nothing to wrap together. Yeah, we already there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We already there. So that that's 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 all it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not everybody in your life doesn't have to be that. But 
put those relationships to the test and be aware of like, oh shit, like these people got my back no matter what's going on. And yeah, and that that's a blessing. I want to talk. Well, two things I want to mention about payday. Because you're supposed to see people's ugliness to love them. Yes, exactly. Don't get it both twisted. Sides. Like, yeah. yeah, like you can't just always see the best sides of people. You might hate me if you really get to know me. I'm not yeah. saying you will, <laughs> but you might. That's yeah, what I'm, I and, and It's just being aware you. of that. It's, it's just, just like, like living. Can I tolerate your darkness? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's like living with like I don't know if you. So ever, I don't call nobody big brother. Like I don't exactly. know nobody. Nobody my big bro or love. Nah, like nobody. Like my brother, my big brother. Like nah. Like yeah. You know, I got I got to see you when you're darkest. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, yeah, it's know. like it's like living with uh, living with your friend, and yeah. then you find out you hate each other when yeah. you live together. But when you're separate, you're you're yeah, good. Exactly. You're good to go. It's, you know, some people aren't meant to be uh, together like that all the time. Um, the uh, what I want to touch on is Payday, um, old classic label, uh, founded by one of the major DJs in the world, DJ Premier. Um, before we even get into payday though, I, I just want to, I want to thank you too, because I'll never forget this phone call. I think you had just got signed. I was working at milk studios. It might, it had just been re it, it was recent. Mm -hmm. It was recent. It was not recent in times, but like, you had recently yeah, just yeah. got signed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm following you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, working at milk and I think it was probably like, it had to be like one thirty in the morning. I was doing, uh, I was working an event with, uh, black bear. I don't know if you know that guy. Yes. Yeah. I was working the event with him, and I think it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. I was in the hallway setting up the lights, putting all the, the lenses over to change the colors of the hallways or whatever. And you call me, and I'm like, what? Radim is calling me at 1 o'clock in the morning. What? And I, so I pick it up. And I hadn't spoken to you for a minute. You hadn't spoken to me for a minute. Yeah, I remember this. I'll never forget this phone call. And uh, you called me, and you said, yo, you still want to work in the music business? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, what? I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's like, yo, uh, you're, you're like, yo, keep this on the low. Like, I just got uh, I just got signed, but, you know, I, I want to keep that between me and you or whatever. But I got this guy, Adrian, uh, Adrian Nunez, correct? Mm -hmm. I got this guy, Adrian, uh, who I can get you an interview with. Uh, try to get you in as I believe it was the interview was for an A and R position. Yeah, like A and R assistant. Yeah, or something like whatever, that. Whatever it was. Something like that. Advisor, it, all of that. Shit. Yeah, it ended up not working out, mm -hmm. but I'll never forget the call. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I appreciate that so much. You know, and it makes me just think about uh, our relationship, hmm. and I'm glad that you kind of can see that I'm in it gen for genuine reasons. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, yeah, bro. What? Is how else do you maneuver in life? Yeah, I feel you. I'm not in control of whether it happens. Yeah. But, see, that's, um, I was reading, I was reading, uh, I was, I was on the, on the way over here, I was reading the Bible, right? And if I can't find it fast enough to, like, read the actual part, then I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip it. But I believe it's in, uh, Proverbs, Proverbs 3, I was, I was reading this. You gotta um, familiarize me. I'm not familiar with the Bible. It's all good. You don't. I'm. Ca I was raised Catholic, but I kind of stopped going to church. Bro, that, after, that, after, that, after that, everything. that shit don't even matter, bro. <laughs> it's all about spirituality, man. Your yeah. own connection. Yeah, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just um, it's just instructions on I and mean, suggestions on how it is to live. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, Yo, I wish I, like I could give you the real. Right Thank you, bro. I wish I could uh, give you the exact quote, but it's basically, if you have it, give it. You know, if, if you can, if you can spare it, 
provide it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and it's in Proverbs two or three for whoever is listening to this point. But um, you learn like, yo, that's actually sinning to me. That's sinning. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if I get a word that an opportunity is available, it is in my power to do it, and I have in mind pe- persons who are capable, and I don't. Yeah. That's a sin. Yeah. Because now um, I, I've I've de- I've I've participated in your lack. Exactly. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like I participated in your lack of opportunity. Like it's not a passive thing. That's a very you know what I'm saying. Like that's a very that's a very real thing. You know. So, um, yeah, man. Of course, that, and I've done that plenty of times. And that's 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 yeah, bro. Come on. Yeah. That and it. And sorry. It, okay. I know that was a little bit long. No, no, no. no like, you're good. You're good. Because I'm gonna. Like, I'm I gonna... want people to be aware of that as as like you maneuver through life. Like it doesn't mean every opportunity. It doesn't mean dry yourself thin. It doesn't mean you know what I'm saying. Act, but like it doesn't mean starve for another person to eat. But it's like, yo, you know, you have there, there comes times in your life where you are at least in a position to provide, provide a yeah. shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it take and we'll still let's stay on payday because uh, this still has to do with that. It takes me back to uh, right when I left Masspeel, and I know you're familiar with this guy, my my main guy, Will Scott. Will Scott, he used to work at Masspeel with me, and um, I uh. I used to work at Mass People with him, I should say. It was that. Um, he, I had just left. I had moved back to, I had moved back to Florida. I was going, I lived, was living in Miami after I left New York. And uh, he texted me. I was in the movie. I was in, I was watching, uh, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio when he's fighting the bears and shit? The Reverend. I haven't watched the Reverend. it yet. I need to oh, watch bro, that. You gotta, oh, oh, you just my put it God. on my list. Yo, my man, you got to watch that That's shit. what he actually won in a war for, finally. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. he climbs and he fucking hides in the horse I'm, and I'm shit. I'm literally going to open it in my chat right now. Yeah, go ahead, bro. But uh, it reminds me of uh, of that or whatever. Uh, I had just left. I was. It was Mother's Day. Mm. Never forget. Will text me right as I'm about to go into theater, I believe. Mm. And I had just left right around the time when we were doing the Run the Jewels project. Yeah. I think it was Run the Jewels 2, cool. the second mm-hmm. album. But we did uh, Meow the Jewels, right, right, which right. was a fundraiser mm-hmm. uh, by LP and Killer Mike. So they did this fundraiser where, like, I guess like a fan, a fan had like commented on like YouTube and was like, yo, you should make this album with, with cat beats. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. We're high, like, let's yeah. do it, you know? And... Uh, so the album was whatever. It was strictly for fundraising purposes. Um, but what came along with that album was uh, gift pa- gift packages. And so like the it was donation-based. Like you donate 20, you get the CD. You donate 100, you get uh, a CD, a cat spatula, like the poop scooper, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, catnip, and shit like that, right? And so I was doing that. I was doing that for a long time. I was like going to the mailbox in the post office with like bags, bro, bags yeah. like over my shoulder. Dropping off these, the yeah, dropping off these things. And anyways, I had left and that ended. And, you know, I left Mass Appeal and I was at the theater. And Will texts me and he's like, yo, do you know anybody that could uh, could help come in and like ship these CDs for us? We need like an extra hand. And, you know, I had just finished you know i just finished djing for for my boy and you know i was thinking about people that i could rely on and i immediately thought of you guys Mm. and i thought of history and i hooked them up and then now you guys are all on the label 
that Will Will Scott is now a part of, you know, and it's just like that makes me so happy that so you are basically responsible. Yeah, Will. Yeah, Will will tell no, you. you. Yeah, will. Saying, yeah, that's crazy, so, bro. Yo, Will will tell you when we come when I see you. Like so, and you know what's so crazy? I was talking about you guys when I was at Mass Appeal. Right. You know, I was. Oh yeah, like, they turned me down. Like Will, Will, Will told on, me that. Will. You know what I'm saying? Will tried to will. sign me. To well, he tried to pitch it to whoever the signing A and R were. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. know, if you know Will. He's very uh, mushroom man. Quiet. He's not really like a. He's not really gonna let you in on the plan until p- things have like gone in motion. You know what I'm saying? Like I've learned that about him, and it's yeah. very annoying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> half the time because I believe in like constant communication, even if it's Same. nothing. Same. Even if we're just being redundant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, will won't respond until something has happened, and then he'll be like. I so then I tried this and then I did this and then so that hasn't worked so then I reached out to them and then bam and it's like that's Will you know what I'm saying so I've learned that over the years to appreciate that but you know he told me like he tried to get me signed at Mass Appeal whoever they were didn't see the vision you obviously history brought me in on that yeah um and then you brought history in on that history brought me in on that and then when Will ends up going to payday uh, before that, uh, Will Mass Appeal moved to downtown like Soho yep. up by Canal Street, and I was working at opening ceremony. That was my day job, so I would see Will in mm-hmm. passing every now and then. So there was also a sense of familiarity in that in that space, you know. And I don't even think he caught my set at Nas's show. You know what I'm saying? I think he just like Wait, knew you about went, it. The you? Brooklyn. Oh festival. yeah, the festival. The festival. So um, I don't even think he caught my set, but he was just aware that you know what I'm saying it was involved and. And yeah, I guess when he went to payday, it wasn't known, it wasn't made known to me until after. But he went to payday. He did the same thing he did at Mass Appeal, and I guess Adrian Nunez yeah. ended up rocking with me. And it was through Will that I even got brought up and involved in that whole situation. You know? Yeah. Now that that makes me like that makes me feel super good. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, that's crazy. That's a blessing, bro. You yeah. Deserve, you deserve some goodness. Yeah. When I well, the last time I the last time I saw Will was uh, at your video shoot. What was the one that I showed up? We were was all it VIM. With, we were wearing all black. VIM. No, it was a VIM. New York, it was New York. No, no, it was the park in Harlem. We went to that VIM. Park. Yeah, yeah, VIM. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. And I crazy. I saw Will there, and uh, I had a little cameo in that video. I think yeah, I was yeah, like a little two yeah, second bro. cameo. Nothing, little, nothing major. There was a lot of there was a lot of small plugging in of things. You yeah. Yeah, no, that's funny, man. But it just, it nah, just, that's yeah. a blessing, bro. Yeah, it's cool, man. I, 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 and like I said, going back to that phone call, I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just so weird. You know, it was just like calling me, like, "Yo, you still want to work in the music right, industry?" Exactly. Like, hell yeah. But th- I mean, this is that's kind of why I'm doing this now. Is you know, uh, I'm doing this now, this podcast, because I just kind of needed something for myself. I needed something to, like I told you, I need something to talk my shit on. Yeah, not nah, create, bro. Yeah. And so, you know, here we are with this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but you were talking about payday. Yeah. I want to talk about payday. Cause I want to, I want to talk about the more progressions that you've, you've made in the time, uh, with them in general. Um, just from first off, let's talk about nothing changes, nothing changes and synonyms of strength. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's, what's the plan with those? What's the difference between those albums? What, what was your vibes on those? Cause Erickson's a huge fan of, of nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm. And uh, nothing changes if nothing changes is basically. I'm gonna have to get that tatted. Like an, address, an addressing of of my history. You know what I'm saying? An addressing of things that have happened, bringing them to light, 
to enable freer thought. You know what I'm saying? And and just being transparent about my identity as like a Dominican, being transparent about my identity as a New Yorker. Yeah. Being transparent about um, my history and the pains and the things that I've gone through to get to where I'm at, and the addressing of them is the is the signal for change. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like it's also just like feeling the sense of responsibility. And for me, I treated it as like a debut to the world. You know, it's like no matter what I I, I may I may never show you my parents again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I may never talk about my family that in depth or bring up so many smaller anecdotes and show you my grandparents, even in the creation of the book that we made, you know what I'm saying, alongside that. Like, that may be the end of that. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it was like, if this is the first time he's going to hear me, then hear, then, then, then know me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where now you have synonyms of strength, and that's why I made we made the accompanying book that had nothing to do with payday. Like that was us putting up our own money, you know what I'm saying? And then we went, and then synonyms of strength. It was like, it was an awareness of sometimes a lot of people have strength and confidence and resilience to the negativity, and they have that misconstrued as to what that always looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes to just be still and unbudged is strength. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to weep. Is strength because mm. you finally admit to what it is to, to look like gratitude is gangsta and the killers is pussy. Nah, gratitude is gangsta and the killers forgiven. Like both, like yeah. addressing it. Like oh fuck, I have these emotions, but I'm willing to let go. That's strength. You mm. understand what I'm saying? So I am blessed. I'm alive. I'm amazing. That's like, how I was gonna get into that video. I like, watched that think, last night. But think and I got about chills. it. What I'm saying is nothing other than the fact that I am blessed because I'm alive. Yeah, and that's amazing. At the bare minimum. I'm alive, so there's an opportunity to do something about where I'm at. Yeah. And that's amazing. And that means I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all of these things to me are strength. And then to be honest, I negotiated myself out of that contract, so I'm not going to be with Payday at the end of this year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a wrap for that. So it's like these are the two projects that basically I added to whatever lineage they have. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's unannounced. I don't know when this is going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. Oh, yeah. We just got an exclusive. I was like, yo, wait, wait, wait. wait, Yeah, nah, because I don't want to have you understand something that is it isn't. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, and I thought I went into sending as a strength knowing like, yo, all right, this is the last, Mm. this is the last joint. And I mean, but you've been there for what? Two years? Three years. Three years. 2017. But that's the thing. The first album took so long and it was a, and it was a learning experience, you know, clearing you know, uh, producers being actually about that. You you learn in the music industry and in business in general, a lot of people are liars about how efficient they are about business. A lot of people are liars about how fair they are. You have producers that just want to be cool with you to get the placement and they disappear. You have artists that won't do the work unless their fee is going to get like secured. So yeah. then it's like, I don't even want to work with you. You have uh, and you have bullshit. people who drag their feet. Yeah, exactly. And like I said before, you have people who don't take credit for the losses but love the wins. And you learn patience, man. You learn yeah. patience. You learn emotional intelligence and maturity. You learn how to like speed the process as you're creating. That's why synonyms of strength. I was able to drop within the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nothing changes. Dropped in October and in August, synonyms of strength was yeah. was ready. Yeah, you know it was yeah, saying? it was quick. And it was pretty dumb before that too. You know what I mean? So, but it, but it's because I learned how to like work ahead of myself and. And, and yeah, I'm just more experienced as an artist and who I am. Yeah. I, I saw you tweeting the other day and this is, this was interesting to me. I, I, was it you or was it Brandon? 
shout out to Brandon too, your manager. I remember sneaking uh, bottles into the club for him before he was 21. Amazing. Uh, with uh, with Mark <laughs> at Top Shelf Premium. Shout out Brandon. Amazing. Uh, Always. Yo, know, wait. We'll get into how you guys met too. Uh, I want to touch on that a little bit. But I did see you tweeting the other day about how you've been what you've been catching shit from from fans about your rap being too conscious and that you were gonna really rap on this next project. What's what's up? Like, so I didn't say any of those things. That's well, it was two like, things. One thing was yeah. Clarify. This I for said me. there were there are people who felt the project was too positive. Okay, that's what it was. And yes. People don't like that. People don't like positivity. I'm not positive. Yeah. I'm, if anything, I'm gritty. I'm just like blunt. You know what I'm saying? Like positive is pretending like the world doesn't have ailments or speaking about problems on a general level. And it's like, and the world is bad and the streets are tough and we got to put the drugs <laughs> down. I don't do none of that shit. I know why you do drugs. Mm-hmm. I know why you kill people. Yeah. I know why you're a threat to society. I know why the government doesn't give a fuck. I know what's set up against you. I know what you've had to fight through. I know your mother wasn't shit. I know your father wasn't shit. I know nobody around you loved you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying none of that. I'm aware of the darkness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm aware of what... I'm I'm aware of the reason behind sin. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not positive at all. I'm just like... I'm just honest, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's one. And then the other one was, I'm just going for blood. And yeah, it's that's like, what it was. Yeah, okay. for sure. That was, I see, I, in my head, it was just yeah, like, yo, I'm really going to rap, one rap is, on this I ain't, shit. I ain't you know say that either. I ain't say I was really going to rap, rap. No, that, in my head, that's what it was. I've been writing my whole, I, I rap, rap my whole life. Yes, sir. You know sir. what I'm saying? But for me, what I'm saying is, as a as a rabid, as an MC with foam out of his mouth rapping is what I'm on right now. Don't get it twisted. Motherfuckers... Motherfuckers can't write. I am blessed. I'm alive. I'm amazing. They don't. They haven't lived with themselves long enough to do that. Yeah. They can only speak it in. They can only speak it in 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 alluding to, or 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 fake poems. You know what I'm saying? Or like shit that it's like it sounds like it says something, and you and you fuck with them. So you're like, oh, he probably says something, but they ain't say shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's like no, I know what I did on I am blessed. I know what I did on gratitude is gangster. Like people ain't saying that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not saying that. They're not they're not talking about six nine in the way of blaming actually the flag and the people buying into like seeing gang violence as mm-hmm. it come out and then surprise when everything folds and then you dip off. But it's like you're the reason they got popping in the first place. Cause I saw six nine since way before. Six nine was part of loaf music. You wasn't know what I'm saying? He, he looked around street, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I saw him always while out, and it wasn't until the blood flag got put on and guns popped up in the videos that he yeah. blew up. So it's you fault. Yeah. He was just trying something new. He needed to find something. You know what I'm saying? The music quality wasn't necessarily that much better either. It just he just like, oh, all right, now this is a gangster. All right, yeah, now it pops. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so for me, I say all that to say, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I, I yeah, bro. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on, son. You know well, what I mean? Okay, well, okay. So I'm an animal, bro. All right, so, like, okay, I'm so, a songwriter. All right. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes rabid foaming out the mouth emceeing is getting in the way of the record it's like sending mm-hmm. is a stream i had shit i gotta talk about yeah you know well okay so since i mean while we're on no, the pit- nobody doing brody's and Wody's flow brody's Wody's flow Motherfuckers Bro, not that? doing What's that? that brody's Wody's the first song you the first song the cypher league dojo rap but i oh, all yeah, night yeah, and yeah. solomon five a lot of strength battle then i know at some point the algorithm is gonna make sure that these rubies in this rhythm start the trend best of brooklyn cypher hall of fame it's a known name for 2011 Oh, come on, son. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, while we're on this, though, I, I, you know, I had a huge, 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 huge argument with my friends back in Florida. 
and I get a bunch of shit about New York rap scene and how it ain't shit and how the South is running things. And, you know, we're talking about, we're going to, we're going to go into music a little bit. Um, my opinion on New York rap is two things. One, I feel like I've realized since I've been here that maybe this is just me, but the, the collaborations between artists is a little bit harder to make happen out here. And two, we have a lot of like real artists out here, but it's just not the numbers. You know, it's not, they're not, you know, so for me, when I hear like New York rap is dead, it's just like that completely rubs me the wrong way because everybody talks about the South. We all know the South is, you know, the standard at the moment. A lot of people are trying to sound like the South. But my argument is, is that we have a lot of rappers in New York that are really, really talented and can put together solid projects. But it's just we have so much talent out here, so many people that it just gets flooded out. How do you like what do you think about that? My opinion has changed over the over the years. Um I think on a very literal sense, you've never had so many active New York artists in the scene. There's a lot, right? No, no, listen to what I said. You've never had there's never been a point where this many New York MCs have been active. Yeah. If you speak about the nineties and the two thousands, there were a a handful of people putting up numbers, you know what I'm saying? Hits running like dominant in the mainstream back then for sure. You know what I'm saying? But now there's so many ways to be a New York MC and it's being reimagined. Even like the drill shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit is so New York. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it really it it's 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 a hundred percent New York. You know what I'm saying? It's not even as but people just, they think if you don't sound like, you know what I'm saying, Mob Deep or, or Tyler exactly. Pali, yeah, then you exactly. ain't New York hip hop. And yeah. it's like, motherfuckers don't have limited perspectives on music. You know what I'm saying? I understand it from a craftsmanship level, as you know? So, but for me, as far as like, yeah, features and collaborations, yeah, New York isn't as, isn't as good at being uh, collaborative with each other. And I can't always say the reason. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think for me, I just think there's so if much you shit look going up... On. Honestly, I mean, everybody's just focused on their own shit and trying to seem like they're bigger than New York. Yeah. So you have a lot of artists, you know, I've reached out to plenty of artists in New York to, to work on shit who've complimented me, show me love, whatever the case, send the joints. And it's like, motherfuckers won't do shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, I don't even, I've lost a lot of my care for that, to yeah. be honest, like a hundred, like a thousand percent. Like I honestly, I'm honestly giving a fuck a thousand times, like less as time goes on, because I realize it's not a lot, it's not a big place for like the reciprocation of love. So it's like, I kind of have to just be on my own shit to yeah. ever, I mean, I, I get the love from who I get the love from. Mm -hmm. If an MC or an artist, whatever fucks with me and has respect, nine out of 10 times, they're not going to tell you anyway, or they're going to try to shit on your name or, you know what I'm saying? They're going to try to block your blessing and not bring you up in conversation and, and whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? So you see a lot of, you see a lot of, there's not a lot of like, I don't know, responsibility and just like loving that. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like I said, like you open yourself up. I remember I did a post and I named, I don't even know why you meant, I don't know if you saw this. I named like I must have named 250 acts from New York. Right? Oh, you did. I on remember that. I remember. I remember this on yeah, my yeah, timeline. Yeah. Yes, I remember. That's what I'm saying. On my timeline. So you got people hyped that Kevin Durant is commenting and Mahershala. It's like none of y'all get the point of this. 
know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not going to act like y'all don't exist. Yeah. And that's what New York does. We pretend mm-hmm. like other people aren't living. We pretend like they don't have mothers and fathers to make proud. They but don't do have you- squads to hold down. They don't. They they pretend like somebody else's talent is in the way of theirs. Yo, I'm nobody. Mm. I'm like nobody to them. Yeah. To me, I'm myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm myself. I have my perspective on art, and that's why this year has been heavy on the. I'm making my books. I'm making my art. I'm working my short films. I'm coming with the peace shit for real. Synonyms of strength. Motherfuckers is cowards. They can't show love. Yeah. A lot of people aren't. They're not there. It's like they still have to be. They're genuinely good people in real life and then have to like have a facade. On but what the do you mic. think adds to that though? What do like, you mean? What the do you consumer. Like? The yeah. consumer. The consumer pays people for that. And the consumer likes a specific image. And the consumer likes emotionlessness. That's why you have emo artists. Like That's why the emo genre exists. It's like, fuck everything. I hate life. <laughs> Fuck y'all, fuck life, yeah. None, nothing's going good. People like that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, that's just that's just fake, you know what I mean? You're ignoring your blessings, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're not responsible with your voice. You're not a thought leader at that point. So I fuck with who I fuck with. Now, on the feature side, I put on, I have New York MCs that have been on my shit, and I work with mad people, you know what I'm saying? If you look up Rad and Mrs. Featureless, it's OD, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's rarely times, like, like for me to turn down a verse from an MC that I know is out here hustling, you know what I'm saying? It's either just the song didn't work, or whatever the case, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you, like, if I fuck with the song, and I see that you have a sense of individuality and in your story, at least where I'm at right now, I'm gonna lend my voice, because I know it's important to document unity. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's important to document unity and it's important to put it in put it in you know what I mean? I got songs with Don Smith coming out and Rome Streets and fucking some Tony Seltzer, Rome Gabe Nandez right. okay. joint and what? you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, come on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been doing this. Yeah. So it's like fuck all that shit. Honestly, it's like fuck all that because all I'm gonna do is move with love and I can't give a fuck about anybody else. Yeah. Because if not, I'm distracted on my path. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't no- need none of that. I don't need none of that, bro. You got a lot of motherfuckers. Yo, 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 bro, listen to me. I've been around long enough to see people be popping and fall the fuck off. Yeah. I've been around long enough to be ignored. I say it on I Am Blessed. I'm alive. I'm amazing. Time I needed favor, I got rain checks. So nowadays I'm dishing out a thousand favors. Like, like, yo, I've asked people advice on my contracts. I've looked out, I've asked people to, yo, how do I maneuver this situation? What do I need to do? I've done the reach out for help. I've done the reach out for guidance. I've done the reach out to all of these MCs to work, because I genuinely fuck with them. Not because it's a position, it's a play or whatever the case. I genuinely fuck with them. I've done all of that. I've been shitted on. You understand what I'm saying? Not to the world, because I look good when I hustle. You understand what I'm saying? Like, no matter what my numbers are, no matter what my product is moving, not moving, whatever, like, you could tell, oh, the Radimus brand is strong, because is backed by experience yeah you dig me like i was just talking to fifth he was like yo you don't get a lot of more like fanatic love from the people because it just looks like you're doing good yeah yeah exactly. and i'm like yo that's how it's supposed to, to look. look yeah yeah what you want me I to mean, look it, like it looks like you know what i'm saying yeah, like it, i mean so it's, a, it's like i'm at that point where i'm just like yo like like fuck all of this shit that's why i like that's what i'm saying i know my back is against the wall in that sense because i'm at the next wave of my evolution now that doesn't mean i can't show love when it's presented but i've seen fate yeah i've seen i've seen you shit on me i've seen you ignore me i've seen you talk shit behind my back after i show love i've seen the scene not acknowledge me until it's some it's like yo y'all not men 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just good on all of that shit, bro. Plus, I have my own path, bro. Mm-hmm. I give a fuck about the representation of Dominicans in hip hop. I give a fuck about New York hip hop enough to know I have to add something to that legacy. I have my own perspective on art, family. I have a family I'm trying to raise. You know what I'm saying? I'm building a company. I'm trying to reinstill faith in people's minds. You know what I'm saying? In taboo religion. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like no, like this is open and still be an ill. Make any kind of music that I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yo, son, I can't even, I, I'm not even on that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not even on that. If it was up to me, I wouldn't work with no artists. You know what I'm saying? I would just work with producers and musicians. Mm-hmm. Because, But it's just like, it's the commercialist shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you like, guys, well, in, let's let's keep going on this. Uh, I saw, when you you guys, how long ago did you go out to Cali? Last time I was out there was in November. And you shot the Solange video out there, the Mad Wiz video, right? Yeah. Shout and out Denzel. Mad Wiz. My, that's my guy. Of course. I love Mad Wiz. That's my brother. Um, but you were... And Wiz been wanting me to be like this. Word. Everybody was always like, Rad, you're too nice. But it's like, I don't air out what I know and, and, and what I experience. And Wiz is like that. Yo, I, Wiz that's why is the, I love him. Wiz bro. is the devil on my shoulder. Yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. not to call my brother a devil because he's not that. He's a pure heart. But he's the one that's like, yo, fuck everybody. Like, he's yeah. been on some fuck everybody. They don't fuck with us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we show what we do, what we do. And people see that as intimidation. But we've been the most open. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yo... Son, I'm at a yo. It's crazy, bro. Well, I want. I. I mean, we're getting we're in a good it, place. I want to talk about how it feels to, because you guys are working with who? Tay Beats. Tay Beats. Yeah, we was From on TD, uh, right? He, he produced Gratitude's Gangsta. Okay, yeah. please, please tell me. We're gonna get into that before we get out of here a little bit. I just want to talk about what it felt like to, you know, going back to what we've been talking about this whole episode. Yeah. To now being in the room with a producer from arguably one of the best labels in the game right mm-hmm. what did that what like what does that mean to you you know what i mean like how does that how does it even how do you even comprehend that bro i said there ain't enough pride that way my dependence on god like that's how i pulled up yeah you know what i'm saying i was in the room with cast versus freeway i was in the room and cool herc learned how to dj r-a-d-a damn you know what i'm saying i can't be no king with no heart you know what i mean like what it does is it's just you know what's up like yeah. your your career is based on real so he played me beats at first and it was like some turn up shit because you just expect yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. to just be on that tip i'm like yo tell you, i know what you do bro like i'm like play me first Let, let's let's backtrack play me what you love play me what you like that you've been making yeah you know started putting me on some records i think he played me the nick grant joint they dropped the ep he played me some shit from C.S. Armstrong and him they've been working on. I fuck with C. Shout out C.S. Armstrong. And and then I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the vibe. So he produced the whole Cinemas of Strength. Hell no. He produced Gratitude as Gangsta. Gangsta. Okay. He produced right, Gratitude as okay. Gangsta. That's, okay. the, that's what we made the first day. And we have another song that we made that was more on some fun shit. But, okay. Um, but it's like, I'm at the point in my life where it's like, you're aware of the new and the opportunity and the 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 stage to prove yourself mm-hmm. not necessarily to anybody but but your imagination when you had no opportunity yeah like when i daydreamed two three years ago and i'm thinking about working with all these people i'm in that room proving to myself back then that you were worthy yeah because i'm worthy of everything in this life mm-hmm. i'm worthy of all of the awards Millions of records, worldwide fame, talk show, whatever the fuck. I know I'm, I'm worthy. I'm and it, worthy. And no, no, listen, listen. Okay. I'm worthy. Yeah. Right? And so many are. 
what is missing what's missing is the opportunity and the stage to perform and portray that mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying back then the stages were so minute but they were so impactful Born, yeah so i was listening to like pd crack and oskino on drink chance and oskino's like yo off the radio freestyle we did an 11 city tour and that's crazy. getting thousands of show, thousands of dollars a show and built everybody's yeah. career fabulous doing the dj clue tapes he wasn't getting paid for them shits bro mm -hmm. but just the like you did a mixtape and you did what your verse was hot enough and the shit went you know what i'm saying and it's like that i'm aware i'm aware like those chances especially like in 2020 if it was back then like that's why i understand when people are like yo if it was back then or whatever like yo honestly like like 2020 is hard because you know it's it's hard to maneuver what the stages are and what the so it's like for me i'm just like yo like if the stage is tay b's being in front of me and i just go crazy yeah. then that's what it is you know what i'm saying and i just gotta attack it for that i'm not it's not about the person or their accolades of course he's won grammys worked with kendrick schoolboy Absol, all these people of course of course i fuck with the records he's done of course but at that point it's not about them yeah it's like it's like on the um what was the mc song the show the singing shit the uh, chance cardi b shit on netflix and uh, homie homie was at the end and then he started talking about kendrick lamar and i think it was like ti or chance wait hold on why are you off. talking about why are you talking about Kendrick? This is about you. First off, you know let's I mean? talk. Let's discuss that. I actually, I have some background information on that. What's the name of the dude that won that? Uh, D Smoke or something. D Smoke. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like Kendrick's cousin or something. It's like no, it's, no, it's um, somebody's Sir's cousin. brother. Sir's brother. Yeah, Sir's brother. Yeah. Yeah, Sir's brother. But I don't dope. get. It's not about that. Yeah. He won off talent. He should have. He should have won anyway. He was dope. But what I'm saying is, uh, to get off that, it's not about anything Tay Beast did. I know that before the studio session. Yeah. Once we in there. What does Radimus bring to the table? Exactly. How do I add? How do I make sure I'm competing with, you know what I'm saying, the best of me? You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, man. That's right. how it is with anybody. That's how it is with Static when I work with him. That's how it is with Budgie when I work with him. That's how it is with, bro, anybody, bro. Yeah. Anybody. When's, uh, when's the last time you've been in the studio? Two days ago. Two days ago? Like that. Yeah, I'm working on you two still albums with the, the same You still time. working with the same dude on Broadway? Chris Conway. Chris Conway. Uh, I've, I've, I've done some records over there with him. It's one of those things where it doesn't make sense uh, money-wise right now to be spending that much money on recording. Yeah. So, I've been, um, I've just been working, I've been working in a bunch of different places. That's one of them, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, I'm working on two projects at the same time, so. All right, cool. I mean, hey man, we've been here for, what, close to an hour and a half? You feel complete? I feel like we're just now starting, you know I what mean, I mean? Like, shit, what do you, what, what else, what's, up, what's on your mind? What's, nah, let's get something on. What's something that's been bothering you? Let's talk about that for a little nah. bit. Let's see. Come on. Let's <laughs> Nothing talk. is bothering Nothing's me. Bothering you? Nothing is bothering me. Hell yeah. no. Nothing is important enough to bother me in that in the, in the space of like music. Besides just creating and figuring out the lanes of like the hustle. You know what I'm saying? But I think I think for me it's just it's just good to it's just good to just be out and 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 following your heart. And I'm just like. So happy to be where I'm at. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm and happy I'm happy to, to see. I'm you happy where to have too. arrived yeah. because I've never dropped the ball, and I and I thank God for that. Yeah. I've never dropped the ball at any play. You can't say Radimus was bigger back then. It just is what it is. Yeah. Now my path is definitely taking longer. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I'm not gonna be oblivious and act like when I drop some shit, it ain't fucking. But I've never been bigger. I've never been bigger than what I am now. Yeah. Last year I wasn't bigger. I wasn't bigger the year before that. I was mm. like, no, that each was each year biggest. is a progression. Yeah, Every yeah. each year is a progression. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like for me, it's it's one of those things where I just gotta honor that. You know what I mean? And it's like you you pray and your prayers are getting answered. 
but you know what I'm saying? You it, it, that doesn't mean time the way you think about time is being you know what I'm saying honored too. It's like yeah. yo, like you're not even ready for the things you're praying for. So I think for me, if anything, my prayers have always been answered because I've never not been ready for what's been presented to me. You know yeah, what I mean? and I and I and that's another thing that I've noticed about you. You're always on point. Always on point. Yo, for the bro, most, because I got I've never, I've never, I've never, you know. Yo, like I said, right? I have love for everybody, but I understand everybody is a sinner. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Everyone's a sinner. Everyone has the ability to do me wrong. Everyone has the ability to let me down. Everyone has the ability to put me in a place where it compromises my integrity, yeah. my my future, the respect of myself and the people around me. So you learn is both. It's like so. How do you deal with that? Love. I've been telling you, yeah. open love, but just but don't ignore the wisdom of experiences in surviving certain situations. That's all it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's all it is, bro. I never. I want to be an artist to the day that I die. And if that's tomorrow, if that's eighty nine years old, if I'm the first human being in in, in a millennium that survives to be two hundred and twenty five <laughs> years old, then I intend to be a creator. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that is not that is not only limited by by hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's it's music, it's art, it's poetry, it's visuals, it's 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 just content. You know what I'm saying? Making sure that I'm doing my part as a as a as a community leader and as a thought leader on this world while I exist to help the world be a better place. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so one last you know one last thing. Where's Radim is in five years? Where where do you see yourself? What 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 is? I don't want to say the outcome, but like, what's your goal? Because it's just you know that's corny, but like. Well, goals are uncorny, but I understand what you're you know saying. what I mean. You know what I mean. That's I'm not trying to ask you like the standard question, like you know, like uh, where do you see yourself in five years, and what is going to be, what impact are you looking for, and like, you know, because I, I I was talking about, sh- let's go back, let's go back for a second. I was talking to a friend about um, this guy Hood Chef. Are you familiar with Hood Chef? Rings a bell from yeah. Back in the day, I used to do. Uh, I used to do the Who's on Deck site, yeah, yeah, and he that. used to cook. Yes, yes, you know the tiger, the local chef. sandwiches yep, and all yep, that yep. stuff. Shout out Hood Chef, he's living out in Cali, I think, at the moment at the Fun House. Um, Bless up, bro. Yeah, but uh, one thing I remember him telling me, and I remember clowning him like in my head about it. I was with my boy, and uh, we were in, we were, he was in the passenger seat, and Hood Chef was in the back, and we were just talking about what our plan was and what the event was going to be, and you know, we were just. I was like, well, what's up with you? And he's like, you know, right now I'm on my 10-year plan. And I was like, 10-year plan? Because I was just graduating high school. It was, I mean, not high school, college. It was 2013, 2012, 2013. And so my head, being a cocky 20, 21, 22-year-old, doing the radio show and not wanting to do internships and being like, nah, this is it. Like, I'm going to do it myself. Uh, I This conversation just came back into into in, into fruition or whatever whatever you want to call it with my friend and i was just like you know it goes along with covid and everything that's happening on and people are aren't able to work and i was just like yo remember that one time we were in the back of the car and hood chef was like yo i'm on a 10-year plan and my boy said he was right Mm. and we were clowning him and so that's and in a good way he's still my boy like just like 10 years like just being young and ignorant you know so that's that's what makes me want to ask you that question um, because I've already seen your development from when we met, right? So let's talk about 
real briefly before we get out of here, just what is the plan and hypothetically, where do you see yourself and what impact do you want to play in your life? Not just on music. What, what is the ultimate goal as a human, as a, as a fully, you know, coming into your full self? Well, those are two different questions. I'm a Renaissance man. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, um, now is that being expressed to the full capacity it can? Probably not. Yeah. Probably more resources that can be used, bigger names to be included. You know, talent is takes a backseat to budget and b- marketing budget nowadays. So you probably need some more marketing budget. You know what I mean? Um, celebrity to make things more uh, <laughs> yeah. digestible to <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like, okay, Rad just needs to start chilling with the celebrities he knows. And you okay, know what I mean? Okay, let, let, shit. Let's stop halfway right there. You know what I mean? All right. I know you, you got a girl, right? Yeah, hold on. You got you just knocked me off my train of uh, thought. My bad, yes, my bad, my bad. I have Let's a girl going. who I honor, yeah. Um, but so you um like oh Raz probably has to start hanging out with celebrities more and taking pictures with them and making people feel like, you know, he's bigger than where he's at, but it makes sense because the bigger they think you are, the bigger you actually are. Well you rap about that on nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, well VIM I say specifically taking like it's pretending. It's pretending like, to be on. Yeah, 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 it's like I'm not gonna be take a picture with somebody and say, Yo, we up to something and it's like <laughs> yeah, we're not. We work That doesn't mean you can't take pictures with people you up to something with. You know yeah. what I mean? It just means come on, bro, like, you know, at least be actually doing it, but um, for me, you know, whether it looks like it or not, I put up my own money, made my own first book, you know what I'm saying? Produced that shit in Berlin. Um, it's releasing at Dover Street Market now at the end of this month. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to release at Dover Street Market in March. Mm. Um, but the week COVID hit and shut down New York was yeah. my event. That was literally going to announce it, flyer, everything, in-store performance. We have a limited t-shirt we're releasing there too you know what i'm saying rappers don't get into dover street market whoever knows you know what i'm saying so that was my plan since march um two films you know what i'm saying one of them obviously the inner city rats joint yes yeah, of course that, the yeah. budget isn't going to be crazy it's a 19 year old kid you know what i'm saying doing it from his own pocket but taking advantage of those opportunities and and i, I you still see me with a dominican flag around my head the mm. bodega that i'm at is my is my un- uncle's bodega in bushwick you know what i'm saying like uh, yo, the work is there. You know what I'm saying? I got another one with Kalika Ala coming that just got postponed because of this. You know what I'm saying? So the films are there. Obviously, the music, nothing changes and synonyms to stream drops within 12 months. And I got two projects I'm working on at the moment. On top of that, putting out the synonyms to stream short film. Even I Am Blessed writing my own treatment. Mm. Obviously, yeah, on, the, mo- on the model video, tip. Right? You know what I'm saying? On the model tip. Oh, shit. O&S. Yeah, bro. Who doing, you modeling doing for, shit, bro? bro? Come on, bro. You not on my you, Instagram, saw, hey. bro. You must not be on my. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like. I pay for shit now if I want to pay for it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? People just bless me. I'm blessed by that. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? I'm blessed to do that. But it's like, you know, like Nike sends me shit. Adidas, a new band. There's a reason. I remember one of my homies was over and they're like, I got like these new like Alexander Wang joints and they were like, everybody was hype. Like, oh, it must be nice to wear free sneakers. And then my homie was like, well, he works for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's he work. <laughs> it's because I work on my imaging. Mm-hmm. I work on. I work on my branding. I work on the way I represent myself and my artistry. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... I say all that to say, I, I pat myself on the back, and there's a lot of other things, and I'm omitting a bunch, but I say all that to say, I'm already a renaissance man. Mm-hmm. I'm, already doing, I'm already doing what I want my 10 years from now to look like. Yeah. It's the music, 
It's the poetry. You saw we did the 2020 America joint. You know what I'm saying? With my man Nikki Chulo and shit like that. Like, like I it, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't go out on Nothing Changes and made a poem about, you know what I'm saying, my ancestry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And me honoring my ancestors with, all, with my past and the steps that I take. And then from that, somebody reaches out and it's like, yo, everybody around me. And I keep associating myself with people that are rising. Yeah. And now there's a genuine love in that. There's a bond in that. So now it's like, yo, they see where I'm at. They see, I see where they're at. And where as new opportunities and, and new blessings and, 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 and paths start opening up, the community gets even more tight-knit. So I understand nepotism. Yeah. I understand why. It's like, yo, I might, do, might never do a cover with anybody else but Sam ever again yeah, for my yeah. music. You know what I'm saying? Lindenfield, right? Yeah, Sam yeah. Lindenfield. Shout out my man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and it's like, it's... it's, it's it's something that I've, I'm already speaking that into existence with my actions. I'm yeah. not telling you what I want to do. I'm dropping music I'm, and I'm working on two albums. I have films coming out, working on clothing, building my, I'm building my own company separate from Radimus. You know what I'm saying? I'm already putting into play that I want collaborations with Nike. Yeah. I want collaborations with Adidas. I want collaborations with Apple. I want collaborations with Tesla. I'm already telling you I want to be in films. I'm already doing it. I'm already yeah. telling you I want to be popping in the fashion show. I'm already doing it. I'm already telling you I want to drop books and be a published poet. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and create pieces of art to present it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, just, not just get a whatever check, mass produce a bullshit ass book that you can't put in your living room. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I want it to be art. I'm already doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where I'm going to just keep following my curiosity because at the end of the day, nobody told me I could do this shit. Yeah. People believed in me. People saw my potential, but potential is is you filling in the blanks mm. for who you think I'm supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, no, I know who the fuck I am, and I'm just now there. And I'm just now um, finding the bravery and the love to be able to go and, 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 and courage to be able to do these things. Because a lot of it contradicts what I got fans for in the first place. Yeah. And that's the hard part about being an artist, a creator, reinventing yourself and innovating your own life. Stand, yep. It's because a lot of times you, what you get props for, you think you have to keep feeding into. And that's how you have these artists in circles that are immensely talented, but they're too attached to the attention they get. Yep. You know? Shit, man. This was a great conversation, dude, honestly. What you were saying about my girl? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay. Because okay, okay. you were talking about hanging out. You need to be taking pictures with celebrities and all that. I was just going to hit you with the... What celebrity you try shoot your shot with a celebrity, but you got a girl. I'm not going to get you in that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot. I mean, I don't care, but I honestly don't even want any other. Like, it's like when you get somebody you love, other That's women's Cut imagery it. cuts. Cut you Cut know it. what I mean? It shit just falls. You know what I mean? That's it. I don't need to hear anymore. So it's like, yeah, yeah bro. You. you just, you just, you realize like, not, like my girl brought me closer to God. How can That's you, suck. how can you. How can you think about another woman in a way of like actually doing anything? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My girl, I said, I said it on I Am Blessed. My girl told me, you know what I'm saying? Quit my nine to five because I'm going to make it. Like, no girl doing that shit, yeah. man. Not a, lot, not a lot of women are doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like really being like, okay, I forgot a relationship is a unit. It isn't just something to brag about the positive moments or brag about uh, splurges or, or material things. Like, you know what I'm saying? We gift each other things. We live, but like we're working as a unit. So yeah. it's like, I'm honoring that too. Word. Shit, man. Rad. Come on, bro. Yo. Bless. Episode one wrapped up, bro. Yo, thank I appreciate you, and you're you welcome, coming. Bro. I appreciate you, know you coming here. Facts. All right, let's do it. <laughs>